0: Although a private measure of China's factory activity jumped last month to its highest level since 2011, the Chinese economy is still dealing with the fallout from COVID 19. This is at least in part due to depressed global demand curtailing the abilities of export oriented Chinese businesses to regain their footing. To get an update on the government's response and more this week, we're on the line with our director in Beijing. From the U.S. China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Pei Zhang is our director in Beijing. Hi, Li Pei.
1: Hello, Yan.
0: Always good to hear from you.
1: Yes, it's good to talk to you today.
0: So uh, what do you have for us this week?
1: So on the China side, um, actually the Chinese government now is on summer holiday season for two weeks till the mid of August. Uh, Prior to the annual leaves, uh, President Xi hosted a CPC Politburo meeting on July 30th, focusing on economic situation and mid-long-term development strategies.
0: And and why is that meeting important?
1: It's because um, during this meeting, the group studied the proposal for the formulation of the uh, 14th five-year plan for national economic and social development which will be implemented starting on 2021 after the uh, review of the two sessions in March.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And also they reviewed the long-term goals for the year of 2035. The meeting decided to host the fifth plenary session of the 19th CPC Central Committee in October, which is a critical meeting to set up the roadmap for the next five years. The fifth plenary dates are not uh, specifically dated yet, but usually such meeting will last four days according to the past experiences. Mm -hmm. And if we recall the 19th National Party's Congress chaired by President Xi, he planned out two major roadmaps for China's goal from 2020 to 2050. So first, by 2035, China will strive to basically achieve socialist modernization. And by 2050, China will realize its 100 years China dream as a great modern uh, socialist country. However, before we go that far, let us figure out a way how we can go through economic recovery under the COVID-19. But really, we are in a complex, unstable and uncertain trajectory that deteriorated the relationship in many ways, such as high tech, decoupling, unfair competition, causing significant concerns of supply chain security. Internationally, the COVID-19 also directly threatened the international circle, the trend of economic globalization and the free trade fragmentation. The continuous decrease of foreign trade demand will make the export oriented enterprises in China difficult to find a substitute domestic demand now. Therefore, Chinese government is accelerating its new development pattern and um, that is called as domestic and international dual circulation. On domestic circulation, innovation driven is the key. To do so, IP protection and enforcement are critical. For the business transaction uh, for the business transition of export-oriented enterprises to meet domestic demand, The government should help reduce transaction costs in all aspects such as production, distribution, circulation and consumption. Therefore, reducing income and corporate tax, removing bureaucratic licensing approval for market access domestically are important to to, uh, uh, realize it. However, um, focusing on domestic circulation doesn't mean that China will close its door to global market or have further restrictions to uh, multinational companies. In fact, we've been seeing more and more actions and messages from Chinese governments in proactively engaging with foreign business community to advocate openings, uh, openings and uh, economic reforms and also call for more structural reform domestically And we also hear influencers believe that reform and opening up of China's financial market is a great example of helping to internationalize RMB assets and reduce the risk of financial decoupling if it is highly integrated internationally Similarly message, a similar message actually was also popped out these days when TikTok become another example due to the widely expanded national security concern. And uh, there are voices to advocate for for losing uh, control of the Internet uh, in China. Of course, um, if there's anything related to that ideology um, and national security, such debate is always um, very challenging.
0: Um, so how about the bilateral relationship, anything new there?
1: On the bilateral relations, Chinese government continue to be cool-minded, at least from my perspective, and we think the phase one implementation hasn't been hijacked by the political deterioration. We understand that from key negotiators from um, the negotiation teams, such as Ministry of Finance, um, National Development uh, National Development and Reform Commission, as well as the Ministry of um, uh, Commerce, um, all of them have been engaging with U.S. business communities through multiple ways to look for ways to expand its purchase com- uh, to, to expand its purchase in order to meet its purchase commitment. Um, The desire of business collaboration is also very strong. Um, USCBC and uh, China Chamber of International um, Companies just concluded its first business-to-business forum to discuss business opportunities and policy recommendations in public health sector. And in fact, there are nine Chinese government agencies across different, uh, different functions, participated as uh, observers as well. And um, they've all indicated strong support and interest to follow up. As we know that Ambassador Tui called for a reset in the bilateral relations, I believe USCBC will continue to be a constructive player and produce more positive momentum to support that transition process. So that's all for today. Thanks for staying with us.
0: All right, thanks for the roundup, Li We'll talk to you again soon.
1: Talk to you later.
0: Again, Lipe is our director in our Beijing office. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and as always, you can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please do leave it a rating and review. It will help other people find it, or you can send it directly to them. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.